0: She's a business mogul, number one, and wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away podcast.
1: Hey guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to, well... Reintroduce you to Tim James, aka the Health Hero. He is the founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com, also the host of the Health Hero Show, which is an amazing podcast if you haven't had a chance to tune in. And today we are talking about one of my favorite, favorite topics, and it is food combining how to get yourself to actually get the nutrients from the food by doing food combining and getting your digestion back on track. So welcome back.
0: Chantel, thanks for having me on. So um, let's do this. Let's talk about proper yeah. food combining. So
1: let's first, before we talk about anything else, let's talk about kind of the simplest way. And, and honestly, if you read maybe five different books and I've read a ton of different books on food combining and digestion just cuz I'm such a fan of it but all of them seem to be a little bit different like they're they're kind of the same but this one might say a little bit off this one might say a little bit off so you tell me what what your method of food combining is and then we'll we'll talk about the different variances
0: okay so i want to speak to um and i want to read a couple testimonies from people that we've taught proper food combining because at the end of the day why are we doing this we're doing this to improve our health so the first one is from janae and she said proper food combining has changed my life i have so much focus energy and less bloating Um, I also started drinking green 85 first in the morning, which is our green juice product. I also noticed that I'm not crashing in the afternoons. I am beyond excited to try your products and can only imagine the benefits I'm going to have. Thank you, Tim and chemical free body. Now, another guy, Tony said, I just had a six month follow-up with my cardiologist and blood pressure was 120 over 70 exclamation mark. My weight is down 11 pounds from my last appointment. I'm back to the weight I was before my heart issue. And I'm working to get down another 10 pounds. Thanks for your help with food combining. And your products are amazing so both of these people have been taught food combining they've implemented it in their life and it's working for them and when we get done here today we're going to show you why it's going to work for you too so my thought process is Chantel, is that let's go back to you know thousands of years ago what were we doing as humans well we were nomadic people right we were following the sunshine we'd go up into the northern regions, and then we'd come back down in the winter and we're you know look at our skin we're supposed to be within 1500 miles of the equator we're not we don't have big thick coats for cold winters right so we normally wouldn't be way up here north if it wasn't for clothing and housing we, we would have to go back so nomadic people would travel now when they travel they would walk for two or three days at a time and they wouldn't eat That's why fasting works so well, because that's how we programmed ourselves for hundreds of thousands of years, two or three days not eating. And then we would come, let's say, to a meadow and we would find the ancestors of cabbage or the ancestors of spinach or we would eat some roots or we would have some nuts or seeds in the fall or some berries. Right. But what would we do? We would eat one food monolithically. Think about being out in the wild. You're not going to like, you know, you're eating a bunch of berries. You're just going to eat a bunch of berries until you're full because you found some food. Then you're going to walk two or three days and not eat. And then you're going to find, let's say, some cabbage. Then you walk two or three. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like what we do today where we sit down and we have a steak from Iowa, some potatoes from Idaho. We have asparagus from Peru, and then we finish it off with some haagen right? We have all these foods, different types of foods coming in all at once. And our body, it, conf- it 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 confuses everything. It confuses the body, and it also creates a state of fermentation and gut rot, which is what I experienced. So the reality is, is that when we don't, when we're not eating foods or in in the correct combinations, that's why I have to learn this today. Ninety percent of people today, um, Chantel, uh, are suffering from some form at some level of leaky gut syndrome. Now this is where um and also colitis and ulcerative colitis and diverticulitis and diverticulosis and crohn's disease and irritable bowel syndrome ibs all these things right these all stem from our gut getting microscopic tears and holes in the intestinal lining and then undigested food particles and microbes slip into the bloodstream and cause inflammation and this is the precursor to all disease and problems that people are having so we want our intestinal lining to heal And heal up those microscopic tears. We want to get back to digestion and assimilation of nutrients, not fermentation and gut rot that's ripping open our intestines and causing this leaky gut deal. So proper food combining is critical to your intestinal health and your overall health and your longevity. And I actually have a quote here. I wrote this a long time ago. It says, people that eat food in the proper combinations look younger, live longer, and have more energy and heal faster than those who do not. There is no debate on this fact. I have been living and breathing this, and I'm telling you, it worked for me, and it's worked for hundreds of my coaching clients, one-on-one, and thousands of our clients around the world. We talked about the history.
1: Okay, so I, I want to say something real quick. So... When I was honestly in the best shape of my life, like I was just chiseled, ch- like literally, ch- like my entire body's just chiseled, um, was when I was doing the Suzanne Summers diet, okay? And her whole thing for the Suzanne Summers diet is for you to do food combining, that's it. And she, what she has something called funky foods, which funky foods is just things that are basically sugars, carbs, refined mm-hmm. flour, you know, that sort of thing. But, mm-hmm. but this is basically what she says, okay? She says, you know, if you're gonna have protein, you know, steak or chicken, you have to eat it with vegetables if you can only eat fruit on an empty stomach. So like, especially melons, melons don't combine good with anything. So if you're going to have watermelon, just have watermelon, wait 30 minutes and then eat whatever else you want. And fruits always eat them by yourself. So melons completely eat it by yourself, but all other fruit, like if you wanted to have raspberries, blueberries, strawberries, eat them all together, but you would eat just the fruits by themselves Mm -hmm. and fruit. It, it, digest so quickly that you could wait, you know, 30 minutes and then you could eat something else. But basically, you know, don't combine starches with proteins and, um, you know, just have proteins. If you're going to have chicken, you're going to have it with non-starchy vegetables. And then if you're going to have carbs with her, if you are going to have like, let's say you wanted to have a piece of toast you just wouldn't have it with any fats. So like if you wanted to have maybe a piece of gluten-free bread, that's the one thing like you would have it with no fat at all. And that's how it would digest. So that, but I want you to try to kind of say like for you, if you were get down to the nitty gritty of what you would say, like, do you agree with that? Is there anything you would say differently?
0: I, I, I agree. 100, I agree 100% with it. I'm going to right now go through our our, our guidelines to proper, proper food combining. Okay, good. So the first guideline, which is 50% of proper food combining, is do not mix proteins and starchy carbohydrates. Exactly what Suzanne said, right on the money. So if you're going to have a hamburger, the bun is the starch, the, 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 the hamburger is the protein. That's improper food combining. That's going to create over 123 chemicals in the digestive tract, and it's going to lead to that leaky gut syndrome we were talking about gas bloating Just issues.
1: Wrap it in lettuce is basically what you're saying.
0: Yeah, if you're no gonna have meat, only veggies, right? Only and veggies, that's rule number
1: vegetables. 1. Like not potatoes.
0: No, you can't have meat and potatoes. That's the that's the standard American diet. That's a standard American digestive uh, train wreck is basically what it is. And look around. I mean, people have got gut issues like crazy. Proteins and starchy carbohydrates require different enzymes to digest your food. And when mixed, they neutralize each other. And that's where the fermentation starts. And then this is a toxic soup that causes severe havoc on the intestinal tract tract on a daily basis. So that's why people have constant gas and bloating. All right. So also proteins and starches digest at different speeds. Proteins can take twice as long to digest as starchy carbohydrates um, for plant-based foods and 36 times as long for animal-based foods. So Our hydrochloric acid, here's an important point, our hydrochloric acid is at its peak from about one to two o'clock, okay, which helps us digest the heavier protein. So you want to make lunch your biggest meal of the day. And if you're going to have those heavier proteins, whether it's, you know, meats, dairies, that kind of stuff, fish, or plant-based sprouted nuts and seeds and that kind of stuff, you'd wanna have those um, at at lunchtime when you have the assistance of hydrochloric acid. I can't tell you how many clients that are low on hydrochloric acid and when they supplement with it, really helps improve their digestion. So if you're having issues with that, talk with your doctor and see if you're low on hydrochloric acid. And and that can actually affect your sleep too, so.
1: Hey guys, I'd love for you guys to listen to a podcast that we did about the side effects from wine and the differences between natural wine and traditional wine. So go to chantelraywaycom slash wine and you'll see transcripts, you'll see some different episodes, but here's the thing. You can get your penny bottle now of dry farm wines and make the decision that if you're gonna have wine to make sure you have the most natural, healthy wine in the world with no additives only natural ingredients all the other wines out there have so much sulfate so much sugar why put that poison in your body so get your penny bottle now at chantaleraeway.com slash wine
0: all right so that was guideline number one guideline number two which is about 15 percent of proper food combining is don't mix vegetables and fruits together again um And just to illustrate the lack of societal knowledge on this subject, let's look at a common improper food combination of the standard American diet a vegetable salad with tomatoes. Tomatoes are a fruit, okay? Can anyone say indigestion, right? So this is where we're programmed. It's like, I love tomatoes on my salad. You just have to make the salad different, right? So you can't put tomatoes and and, and leafy greens together. That's improper food combining. Again, Fruits digest faster than vegetables, you alluded to that earlier, um, and they, they, uh, they're going to create fermentation when you mix them together. Also, the acidity in fruits can cause oxidization of the key enzymes and nutrients carried by the vegetables. So lemon and lime juice are the exception to the rule, and they may be applied liberally to any vegetable. Lemon and lime juice is critical to replacing uh, vinegar for salads since vinegar cancels out those digestive enzymes. And causes fermentation. I talked about that earlier. You know, the, the vinegars. We, you can't eat vinegar with food, it cancels out the digestive enzymes. But raw apple cider vinegar by itself with water, very therapeutic, but don't mix it with your foods, um, especially if you have gut issues. Okay, rule number or, or guideline number three, which is about 20% of proper food combining. There are three categories of fruits. And each category should be eaten individually. You have acid, subacid fruits, and sweet fruits. So acid fruits are your citruses, like your oranges, your tangerines, your grapefruits, strawberries, okay? Your subacid are peaches, pears, plums, apricots, mangoes, cherries, berries, apples, these type of things. Sweet fruits are bananas and dried fruit. These are the highest in sugar and should only be eaten by people who are burning lots of calories or on special occasions. Okay, so the rule here is, only consume 15 of your food 15% of your food by weight in fruit once you are healthy you want to avoid fruit completely when you're in the conquest of disease so if you have some major gut issues you've got cancer you've got heart disease you want to get away from sugar because it's going to it's like throwing gasoline on a bonfire it's not good but once you're healthy really healthy up to 15% of your food by weight can be fruit and you want it to be natural, organic, and biological fruit and very ripe, right? Yeah, and, and picked in your local area. Because if you're buying fruit that's coming from South America, it's not ripe. It was picked unripened, and it ripened on the way, and they do things to it. And by the time it gets here, it looks ripe. You eat it, it tastes ripe. But it's you're really eating an unripened fruit or vegetable, and, or fruit especially, and um and it's actually uh, uh, denaturing, uh, weakening your bones because there's uh, um, because of the, the lack of minerals in it. So anyway, um, if you're going to have fruit juice, you want it to be 10 percent fruit juice and 90 percent water. And you can add like stevia to sweeten it. This lowers the sugar content is a great way to transition off sugar laden fruit juices for people that are you know, addicted to that. Um, ice cream transition. Another one freeze bananas and then you can homogenize them in like a juicer deal. It's got a lot of sugar, yet it's a great way to transition off of like deadly dairy products. And then even better, you can take sprouted nut milks and then sweeten them with like stevia and monk fruits and you could put a maple flavoring or you could throw a couple berries in there and make ice cream that way. So um, that's that. And then the last guideline is um, about melons. You, you alluded to it earlier, eat melons alone or leave them alone. So what do we do at barbecues and picnics? We eat the lo- the watermelon last, that is silly. Watermelons go through the body. Let's just go through digestion speeds really quick. Melons take 15 to 30 minutes to go from point A to point Z in the digestive highway. Point A being the mouth, point Z being your rear end, okay? Fruits <laughs> are 30 minutes to one and a half hours to digest. Vegetables take two to two and a half hours to digest. And starchy carbohydrates take three hours to digest. Plant-based proteins, nuts and seeds, um, three to four hours to digest, and animal-based proteins take about 72 hours. So not only do fo- do these uh, different foods require different enzymes, but they, they digest at different speeds. So let's take a look at this. We have, let's say um, you're standing at the front of the digestive track highway, that's the mouth, and along comes Mr. Protein, and he's driving a big, huge semi-truck, and it's going to be, you know, and you say, hey, Mr. Mr. Protein, how long is it going to take for you to get from point A to point Z on the digestive highway? And he's like, oh, it's only going to, it's going to take me about 72 hours. All right, we'll have a good trip. And off he goes, right? And about 30 minutes later, along comes Miss Mellon. She's got her convertible, her top's down, her hair's flowing. She pulls up, voom, voom. she's like, And you're like, hey, Mrs. Mellon, how's it going? Well, it's going pretty good. Well, where are you going? I'm going down the digestive highway. Well, how long is it going to take you? Well, it's going to take me about 15 to 30 minutes. Okay, well, have a good time. Now, unfortunately, the digestive highway is about a one-inch tube, and it's a one-way road. And somewhere between point A and point Z, Mrs. Mellon is going to crash into the back of the big protein semi-truck. And that's where digestion stops and fermentation begins and that's where we start destroying our health from the inside out. So learning proper food combining, like you said, is critical to your health. You have to know this stuff, and once you understand it and it becomes a lifestyle, it's like falling off a log easy, but you just have to learn some of the basics. So if you're gonna have a protein, avoid the starchy carbohydrates, only put vegetables. If you wanna have a sweet potato or a yam, eat it with a bunch of vegetables, stay away from the proteins. If you wanna have fruits, eat fruits together. If you want to have vegetables, eat them by themselves but never mix fruits and vegetables, right? Very important. And um and then also we talked about those fruits earlier. I I I kind of forgot about it, but if you're going to have acid fruits, eat all acid or subacid fruits, eat subacid or sweet fruits, eat sweet, but don't combine them. Even the fruit combining. If I mixed an acid fruit with a sweet or an acid with subacid, that's improper food combining. Because think about it, in nature, you're probably not going to run into a banana, and uh, and a, and a peach at the same time. It's just probably not going to happen. They don't even they're not even natural to grow in the same regions probably. So we have to look at this stuff, and and I'll give some people some the kind of the the funky stuff. Okay, so the funky stuff is um and the, these are the vegetables and fruits that they, they kind of go both ways. Okay, mm-hmm. these are avocados garlic, onions, and the flowers, the edible flowers from the lily flower family. These are fruit vegetables. They can go both ways. So you can have avocados with fruit, you can have garlic with fruit, onions with fruit and the lily flowers with fruit, but you can also have them with vegetables, right? So for people that like tomatoes, which is a fruit, you can have it you can make a tomato salad with tomatoes, avocados, you can do garlic and you can do onions in there and and you know and like you can make guacamole and, and 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 salsa and stuff like that right so that's how you do it that's how um those are things that you can do to really improve your health um just really understand that um there's different speeds and different enzymes required and you have to know how to um if you're going to have melons eat it first wait 30 minutes and then have your heavy meal don't do what we're doing um at the at the picnics
1: Let's talk about Stephen Gundry. I see him all over Facebook and he says to kind of limit the foods that have lectins in it. He says like squash, legumes, you know, any kind of beans, peas, lentils or peanuts and any kind of nightshade vegetables such as like eggplant, peppers, uh, potatoes and tomatoes. And he also kind of goes into not eating corn or meat from corn fed animals or Uh, I think he talks about like anything that's like a one milk or something like that. So let's talk about him and kind of, do you agree with that? Do you kind of avoid those foods that have lectins in it? And how do you do it?
0: Well, first thing is like, you have to understand I sprout about 70% of the food I eat. So that's a really odd thing today. Um, because you know, and people think, well, that's, that's crazy living like that. How am I going to do that in the real world? No, that's the wrong question. The question is how do I live in a real way in the crazy world? That's where we're at. Okay. So when you sprout, when you take a nut seed, grain, or bean and you sprout it, it, you know, it takes out of its dormant state. It releases these natural insecticides or protectants that were poisons that goes away. You see it washing off and then it becomes alive. The enzymes are eight times more active and it gets rid of phytic acid and these lectins disappear. Um, Through the sprouting process. Now you can also cook things um, and that kills the lectins, but also knocks out a lot of the other stuff. So, you know, I think with, I agree with a lot of what he's saying. So tomatoes, what you want to do is you just want to uh, definitely avoid the seeds inside of tomatoes. Right, so if you go over the old country in Italy, they get rid of the seeds. So the seeds—that's where you get a lot of that uh, those lectins and stuff. So you just want to get the meat of the tomato. You can actually peel the skin off and get rid of the seeds, and you just have the meat of the tomato. A lot of people don't know, but the tomato was never for a long time was never a food. It wasn't. It was grown down in the Aztecs in South America, uh, in like Incas as ornaments, coming into like buildings. They were just. Ornaments. They didn't even eat them, but the the you know the, the the Spaniards or whatever came over and conquered them, and they took the tomatoes back, and that's where we got pasta and spaghetti, right? Well, actually, the pasta came from uh, I think uh, uh, was it Napoleon went over to China and brought the noodles back, and then they put the tomatoes together, and then then it came back to North America, and we're starting to eat tomatoes and stuff now. So. I agree with him on, 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 some of that stuff. I also agree with him that, yeah, I just, you need to stay away from corn. Like the only corn I will eat is uh, a non-GMO heirloom corn that's made into what's called a nixtamal process. So just kind of like, um, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, tempeh. tempeh is a process of fermentation to break down nuts and seeds and beans um, typically, they use soy tempeh, which is terrible. We use like quinoa tempeh, pea tempeh, uh, uh, lentil tempeh, or mung bean tempeh. These are awesome. Nixtamol is a process of fermentation that breaks down the corn so it's highly digestible. It's just an ancient thing they do. So, if I was to get really good corn that was nixtamol, yeah, I'd eat it. But other than that, you want to stay away from it because corn is highly processed, it's highly hybrid. It's, uh, most of it over 92% of it's genetically modified, which has disrupted that hormones are not the hormones, but the, the, um, metabolism of that corn and the corn's actually producing formaldehyde. So if you want to eat formaldehyde and have a bunch of GMO garbage going in you, then yeah, well then maybe corn's a good thing for you, but I don't want to have that in me. And I don't think anybody here listening wants it either. So yeah, I would stay away from corn. I would actually stay away from soy, wheat, rice, oats, and barley. Those are the big ones to stay away from because those are the ones that have been commercially taken over. We need to get back to other ones like Kamut, spelt, amaranth, teff, Ethiopian grain, um, and quinoa. A great, great, great seed. Those are the things that I would recommend.
1: Hey guys, I'm so excited. My new book, One Meal and a Tasting is out now. And if you order the book on Amazon, just the regular paperback edition, if you go in and make a review, you will get the audio book for free. Send a copy of your receipt to questions at chantalrayway.com and you'll get the audio book right away. So I want you to just kind of explain a little what you mean that what exactly does it mean for a food to be sprouted? And I think that, you know, a lot of people, and I'm curious to see what you think about Ezekiel bread, because I think when people think, you know, if you said, okay, when someone hears about something being sprouted, I would say probably they would think Ezekiel bread, because they've done a good job of kind of marketing that, that, hey, this is made with sprouted wheat, um, yeah. So, talk about that for example. so a little sprout. Bit what,
0: what sprouting means is that you took a nut, seed, grain, or bean, and you simply soaked it in water. As soon as you soak it in water one time, and you and depending on the size of the nut, seed, grain, or bean, like chia seeds can be ready in literally 15 minutes, right? Whereas like an almond or a walnut, these bigger nuts might take eight to 12 hours, right, to soak. That's it. Then you rinse them off. They are now technically sprouted. They have burst it out of their dormant state they're alive they're growing that walnuts now on its way to be a big massive walnut tree and it's going to produce hundreds of thousands of walnuts right that's what it's going to do so the potential of that big massive tree is all locked into that little nut that's why sprouting is so powerful and we talked about how it increases nutrition up to 800 because when you sprout something the nutritional factors go up 100 to 800 percent. so why wouldn't we do this like we we know we're deficient in nutrients. We know the soil has been degraded. Let's get some healthy seeds that were grown in nutrient dense soils and sprout them and nuts and grains and beans and blow away new nutrition and it just it just flood our body with all this stuff. And when you do that, you can't eat as much food when you're getting all this nutrition. Your cells are like, wow, she's giving me what I wanted. He's giving me what I wanted. This is awesome. And then they'll send signals to you, you're not that hungry, right? I drink these greens twice a day. Um, I eat a lot of sprouts. I can't, I can't, I just, I don't eat that much food anymore. You know, and. Would you
1: eat a slice of Ezekiel bread?
0: Sure. From time to time. And then when we're coaching people, that's Ezekiel or other sprouted grain beds are the first things we get people to do. Cause we want them to take them baby steps. If you're eating white bread or whole wheat bread, which are both the same, they're garbage. They're just like eating a mouthful of sugar and toxins. Then, um, then we put them onto sprouted like Ezekiel bread. Because it's about movement. The movement is more important than the destination. It's a journey, right? So all the grains that are in sprouted or in Ezekiel bread are sprouted. So, you know, like wheat is an example. The gluten, when you soak it in water, converts to a simple sugar. So it's gluten-free at that point. Now, for people even with full-blown celiac disease, a lot of them can still eat sprouted grain, sprouted wheat, and have wheatgrass juice and stuff like that. Some can't because they're super highly sensitive, but a lot of them can Right. So, yeah, sprouting is a very important um, and, um, you know, I think that everybody should should be doing it and you should be putting as much sprouted everything into your diet as possible and your health is going to improve tremendously.
1: So. Like with Suzanne Summers, she would say like you could have a slice of that Ezekiel bread, but you couldn't have it with any fat. So, you know, if you were going to have it when you have a carb, you wouldn't have it with fat. So you would have it with maybe like I'm trying to think what you could put on it, some lettuce like you could make put lettuce and well you could you could it. you could you could
0: you could put some seasoning make like on it like a vegetable. You know yeah. there, there's those seasoning blends you could put on it, you could Sprouts, on you could
1: put sprouts on it.
0: Mhm. Yeah, you could put sprouts on it. You know, a lot of people sometimes, you know, we get into the fine the fine tuning and stuff like that, but if you got somebody right now that's eating white bread with, you know, you know, GM, you know, cows, nasty cows and the, making butter or they're they're mm-hmm. putting on um, even worse, those margarines that are like one molecule from plastic. Mm-hmm. Like you put some margarine outside and no bugs will land on it. They can't eat it. It's not, it's it's like mm-hmm. almost it's like, why would they eat plastic? You know, nature will tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. If somebody's doing that and we can get mm-hmm. them to, you know, um uh do like an almond, uh like there's a company called Myokos that's an almond-based or 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 mm-hmm. cashew-based uh butter. Mm. Or coconut oil on there, um, or even avocado. Mm-hmm. That is a good step. That is a really good step. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they can get to where they need health wise, then maybe that's something they can put in the repertoire. Maybe they just don't need it every day.
1: Right. So any other food combining tips that you can think of that you would say, like, give us some examples of some different things that, that you would eat that when you eat them, you literally just feel like a million bucks because of that combination.
0: Well, I think I just, if you just stick to the the guidelines that we shared, um, that's what's, that's, what's going to work. You know, that's what's gonna work. So like I just don't put tomatoes on my salad, you know. That's that's pretty common. Um, I avoid vinegar um, on my vegetables and stuff like that. If I'm what about have- a
1: smoothie? What about a smoothie? Do you feel like do you feel like these food combining principles work the same when you have it in a smoothie? So like if you had like greens, if you combine greens into a fruit smoothie and you blended it up in a Vitamix.
0: Yeah. Improper food combining, gas, Mm -hmm. bloating, leaky gut. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. I will say this. There is um, one thing I learned about juicing food combining. This is an interesting tip is that you're going to either juice vegetables or you're going to juice fruits. I would, Kylie, stay away from the fruits again, especially if you've got problems, Mm -hmm. you know, carrots, juice, and and beet juice. Mm -hmm. One quart of carrot juice or beet juice has a cup, to a cup and a half of sugar. So imagine having a cup of sugar, one cup, that's Mm -hmm. carrots and beets. So we stay away from those. We train our clients to stay away from that stuff. And you know, apples, right? But there is an exception to the rule. You can make like cucumber, celery. Uh, We actually put sunflower sprouts and pea sprouts in the mix. You can put turmeric root, ginger root, but we can do green apple. If you put a little bit of green apple in the juicer, and juice it with the cucumber and the celery and then you know maybe you put a little sp- spinach or whatever in there leafy greens kale rhubarb whatever you want mm-hmm. i would probably stay away from rhubarb um i didn't mean rhubarb i meant chard is what i meant um then that's actually proper food combining but if you were to eat that green apple with the cucumber improper food combining i don't know how it works but what i do know is that they tested that at the hippocrates health institute so what they did was is they took you can take like cucumber or celery mix it with apple in a jar, cover it, and run a tube into another jar with water, and you can see how much bubbling comes out, how much fermentation happens. But when they took the juices, the juice extract, and mixed them and put the juice in there and ran it in there, there was no bubbling, right? So for those of you that want a little sweetness in your green juices, especially in the beginning, use green apples um, with cucumbers and celery, and and that seems to be proper, proper food combining.
1: Hey guys, I really want you to join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some Digest Aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Well, if you ever visit Virginia Beach, we have a place called The Green Cat and their website is thegreencatva.com. And they have, in my opinion, it's actually what I'm drinking right now. Whenever I'm feeling like a little bit, like I need like some kind of boost, which I needed today. The combination is this. It's celery, cucumber, kale, lemon, and ginger. Those five ingredients. And the way they combine them is my husband drinks this all the time, and he's not like a super health nut, and he loves it. Like he's like, can you babe, can you stop and get me some you know juice guru? But they make it so perfect, like the amount of lemon, the amount of ginger, the amount of, I mean, they just do it so perfectly. And you don't need the apple. Like I I've gotten to the point now where if you train your body, you just, you don't need the apple in there. It's that good. Mm-hmm. And it's that great of a combination. So I might have to have her come on the show and show us how to make that combination. Because it's that, that good. They're really fantastic.
0: Well, the other thing too is like the more you, if when you get to the foundational stuff, we we do the detox and we talked about before in previous episodes, you clean out the gut and you start purifying the blood, the fat and the muscle tissue. And, you know, taking like toxin detox product, then- What'll end up happening is your taste buds are actually going to change. We mm. actually recommend people get tongue scrapers. Do you have one?
1: Yeah, of course I yeah. do.
0: Yeah, and start scraping your tongue. <laughs> Guys, You're gonna, it's going to blow your mind. If you haven't got a tongue scraper, go get one. They're like eight, nine, ten bucks. bucks. Like most of the health food stores, you can get them or order them online. It's just like a metal deal with some latex little handle on it. It's a little bendy loop deal. And after you brush your teeth, you scrape your tongue. You are going to be shocked. You're going to see white, yellow, and brown nasty stuff just coming off of your tongue. And it's going to help you to start it helps speed up the uh, the detoxification process and open up the pores so that your taste buds will change. And we've noticed like on our green 85 juice formula, there are some people, a small percentage that don't like the taste of it, but two to three weeks into it, if they stay consistent, taking it once twice a day, then all of a sudden they call us up and like, dude, I am getting, I am, I'm addicted to it now. I'm, my body's craving it and it, and the whole taste has changed. It's so weird. Right? So it's, it's not that it's weird. It's just that our bodies are polluted and we have to clean them up. And as we clean them up, our taste buds come back Our energy comes back or we get our vitality back.
1: I love it. Well, this has been awesome. Tim, tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you.
0: Uh, Over at chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. There's a link there. Um, Go to our podcast, Health Hero Show, or you can find it on all all major platforms. And again, if people would like to try some of our 100% naturally occurring, um, sun dried or air dried under 110 degrees to keep the enzymes active supplements, no slave labor, um, that is under the products tab. We always suggest people go to the savings bundles to get a discount, start with the Jumpstart Bundle or go all the way in. Uh, and do the total energy and detox bundle, which is what I do on a monthly basis. Plus, I take our turmeric one hundred product, or just pick a bundle that resonates with you and your budget. Get started there. Um, that way, you get what's a discount. your
1: favorite. What's your favorite? Don't forget to do the five percent discount. Type in waste away for the five percent discount. But what are your favorites?
0: Well, I personally take the total energy and detox bundle every month, and I, I also take and, and I also take the turmeric. And um, I had another guy that has a podcast and I challenged him for 90 days to do that combo. And um, he did it and he had sh- actually shot a video. And now I built a sales page for him so that he sends his, all his clients there and he has a video. And in the middle of the video, he rips his shirt off and he's like, he's almost 50 and he's shredded. His pant sizes are like two to three. And he told told me that I owe him a new pair of shorts. <laughs> but he said his energy's through the roof. He's be- felt better than he'd ever felt in his life. And, um, but he stuck to it. So and it's we the
1: energy bundle,
0: the total energy and detox bundle, right?
1: Total energy. So
0: what detox. we did was is um, we basically packaged these things up and it's like a clinic in a box. Like the gut yeah. detox is going to foundationally, you know, number one is water. We, we keep telling people water, water, water. That's the most important thing. Get your water right first. My purified get your water, right. But after that, Gut detox cleans the gut, the toxin detox product purifies the blood, fat, and muscle tissue of the heavy metals, the radiation and the pollution. Um, The greens replaces the 85% of the nutrients in the soil. That's the green 85. We have probiotic spores and prebiotics all in one. So those don't die in the stomach acid. Like most probiotics, people are wasting their money and their time. These make it through the stomach acid, get into the intestine. And then if you're eating a crappy diet, it doesn't matter. We have the food there, the prebiotics to feed them and grow that good gut flora, fauna. And then we have digestive enzymes and minerals to um, help assist the rehabilitation of the digestive tract and and to give you energy while you're eating, especially heavy foods. Um, I have a couple other products and stuff like that turmeric 100 is great for cellular inflammation. It's one of the best on the market, but um, um It's literally like a clinic in a box. That's what it is. And it makes it convenient for people so they can start transforming themselves. They don't have to worry about anything else. We just say, drink a lot of water, chew your food, avoid liquids with meals, do some breath work before you eat and start taking one of our bundles. Let's stick with that for 60, 90 days. And then what will happen is you'll have more energy, you'll have more mental clarity, and you're going to want to start changing your diet. You're going to want you're going to feel pulled to start moving the body and exercising. And then all this stuff starts tumbling in place. You'll start sleeping better and you'll start getting your health back. But we got to start sub-basement and get those foundational pillars in place.
1: Awesome. Well, you are amazing. You always motivate me to. Get do something every time I talk to you. I'm like, all right, now I'm going to start doing this. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. I love it. That's awesome. And I thank you, and I appreciate you. And just you do so much to really just take people's health to next to the next level. And so I just want to make sure I say thank you for all that you do to change people's lives. And oh, health. you're
0: you're so welcome. And I just want to thank the listeners for tuning in. And if if you like the message, please share Chantel's uh, broadcast with other folks because there's. There's just so many people out there suffering and it's, it's literally needless. Um, getting good health is not rocket science. It's pretty simple. I know we, we're going into a lot of different details, but just let all this stuff wash over you. If you can just get one thing, one little gold nugget, you can take home and implement and take action on, make that a habit and then come back, listen to another episode and get another thing. Slowly over time you stack those little new lifestyle habits um, into your life and you'll, you'll, you'll come back. You'll see, you'll get your health back. It just, just takes a little effort, and a little bit of time.
1: All right. We'll see you guys next time. Stay tuned.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again. And we'll see you next time.